What's going on, everybody? This be your boy DJ Anonymous with Sports Biz Music, the podcast episode twenty two, and I got a special guest, sis. Um, what's going on with you? Um, she's an up and coming artist from um, Jersey. Um, if y'all haven't heard, I forgot what episode Valona was on, but it was way back. I think like in the single digits, but. We, we we talked about you, you know, a little bit, but um, yeah, I want you to give the people, you know, a brief or a detailed um, introduction about yourself. Or well, definitely shout out to Valana because she always plugging me in. I've been fucking with her for a minute, so shout out to her. Um, but yeah, my name is Chelsea, uh, better known as Sis S I S. Um, I've been doing music for about two years, but it's something I always wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I'm dropping my first EP March 31st, and I think that you know it embodies and really is going to set the tone for who I intend to be as an artist. That's so what, I'm excited. This was uh, before we get into like the EP and everything, what you got going mm-hmm. on. Um, what influenced you? What what when did you first start like loving music or even just hearing music like? As far as like R and B and hip hop and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that um, well, my family's from Haiti. Okay. So. Sapa um, say. Right. <laughs> Not <moving. laughs> But um, I think just as a plus, um, I grew up in like, you know, most people in America you listening to American music, and I feel like I'm fortunate that I've got to like grow up around like island music, compa. Mm-hmm. reggae soca like I just had so many influences and my brother is like crazy talented with music um he produces but and my brother is nine years older than me too okay so when I was like a young girl my brother already had his music taste he already knew what was going on and that's all I would hear so I think my brother is definitely like the main influence but just like my culture behind it too mm-hmm. like we're big on music every Every Sunday, I was waking up to music in the house, so I think that's when I really, really started to have a love for it. I mean, that's like that. Like I, like I said a, f- uh, a few episodes ago, because you know, mm-hmm. majority of my guests are from like the Caribbean. You know, um, oh word, that's yeah. You from Miami? Oh, you in Miami? So yeah, so. Yeah. I got I got Caribbean background too. Like um, I got Bahamian, I'm Bahamian descent, so I know I know how it is. You know, growing up in the Caribbean home, you know, listening to different music and stuff, especially like, you know, the island music. To me, honestly, right. it was more gospel music. You know, right. waking up, especially on Sundays and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just waking up, the music was like always a, a theme. You know, growing up and things like that. Well, yeah, my aunt, she, um, my aunt, she's like my favorite aunt. Like, I basically grew up in her house. But she's more so, like, she, her house is on music, too, but she had, like, more gospel mm-hmm. um, music um, in different genres, you know what I mean? So I had that influence, too, just not as much, I would say. Okay, so you had a heavy influence by your family. So, like, like when did you, like, I don't know, like, your first album, like, uh, like my first album that I, I really like, you know, bought was uh, Ludacris Word of Mouth. You know, oh, word, word. <laughs> like, I think my sister bought it for me, but that was like my first album that like, I said that like I own, you know what I'm saying? Like, word. what was that first album that you got that pushed you even more to loving music? Well, the first album I bought. Like with my own money, it wasn't mixed on the computer. Mm-hmm. It was Alicia Keys' first album. I forget oh, yeah, Golden. Yeah, I that love- was like the first one I was like, I'm yeah. confident. Like, I need to buy it. 
Yeah, that's the one uh, that got woman's worth on it, right? Yeah, yeah, word. That was that yeah. one. Like, <laughs> classic. But um, yeah, like falling and all that. So that was the first mm-hmm. one I bought. I think, I think the album I was because that's not. I don't think that's the first album that really where I was like, I'm about to do music now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think the first mm, album or artist, at least I could say, that really like pushed me to like, all right, y'all, I could really like do this. I would say like. Rihanna. Rihanna. I love her to death. <laughs> what 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 um, what was what was it about Rihanna that you know made you you know got that influence? Cause hearing your music, I kind of hear Rihanna, but yeah. that's like the like the unfaithful Rihanna, you know. But right, mixed right, with right. mixed with Scissor and mixed with I don't know if you ever heard an artist named Her. Yeah, I love her. I love her. She, she, like, I, I hear that in your music, but like, what about a, what about Rihanna? That you know, that that influenced um, you. I think just, I mean, aside from the fact that she's just popping, like, I feel like she hit a point in her career where she just like didn't give a fuck no more. Like, mm-hmm. she was gonna do stuff how she wanted to do it. Like, it was just her. So I feel like the same way when I started to do music it was almost on the same note like I just didn't give a fuck no more so mm-hmm. I think that's the artist I just related to the most like I just started to say like fuck where everybody else saying or what they think like I want to do this shit for mm-hmm. many reasons so I'm gonna do it I mean I had a conversation um, with this artist named Galliano she's from she actually from New York but you know how New Yorkers like up north they always they climb they you know they come down to South Florida um mm-hmm. but we was having a conversation was it her I think it, no it wasn't her my bad it was somebody else I'm trying to think who it was we had a mm-hmm. oh no it was Sasha J my bad Sasha J okay. she's an up and coming R&B artist from down here um and we had a discussion about Beyonce and Rihanna mm-hmm. and like which one has like the you know like the longevity like or the best catalog and my opinion was that they both two different artists but I feel like Rihanna because the fact that Rihanna she also caters to the you know the Caribbean so and she mm-hmm. and her sound is like you could play her music anywhere. Like Beyonce, you, you you can't you can't really play her music in strip clubs like that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that's just my opinion. But Nah, I feel you. I feel like even though like they're compared a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and I think they are comparable. I mean they both like dope artists. But I just feel like they kinda cater to different people almost. Mm-hmm. Like not to say you can't like one and not like the other. Like I like Beyonce, I like Rihanna too, but I just feel like Rihanna's wave just caters to me more mm-hmm. like, and then I see the people that favor Beyonce more like I see how she caters to them more so I just think they kind of like they could cater to the same people but they have their specific type of like mm-hmm. that they cater to and yeah. they just people feel them more yeah they do so the, um, yeah. have you did like open mics like or performances while you was in high school like middle school, high school? Nah, not even, like, I think in middle school, not even middle school, I think in, like, elementary, like, I did, like, a play, but I think we was, like, forced to do that play. Like, <laughs> we didn't have a choice to be in it. And then, like, in middle school, um, or in high, like, I did sports in middle school and high school, but I never did anything like performing arts-wise. Like, what sports you play? What sports you play? 
I played lacrosse. I played. I ran track and I did cheerleading. So okay, so you did okay. So I, I like this because I haven't I haven't done this in in, in a long time. Um, so lacrosse, you said lacrosse, cheerleading, mm-hmm. and what else? And I ran track. How is lacrosse? Like how is it? As a sport, you know, honestly, I got transferred to like a really white school in the eighth grade. Like, mm-hmm. I went from like all black school to like just damn near no black people at all. So I ain't know nobody. It was a new town. So number one, I was mainly like looking for a way to just like find my groove because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to try something different. I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm at a new school. I don't want nobody here. Like, let's just try lacrosse. And I actually, like, made varsity. Like, it was actually cool. It was all right. I liked it. Like, but, like, how like how is it, like, the, because, um. Like, what the actual game is? Yeah, like, how, yeah, like, what's the actual rules? It's like, it's like soccer, but with sticks. So it's, it's like that. So it's pretty much because when I I watched it before and like I compared it to soccer and like hockey, like you know, yeah. you can't. It's do, like a mixture of the two. Yeah, like you can't do certain stuff. You can't um, well, like a clear path. You can't do that. Like I never yeah, understood I mean, that. Yeah, listen. I mean, I did it for the eighth grade. I made varsity. I'm 25. I don't remember all the the mixing. <laughs> I just know that my ass get run and I can score and I, I took it and ran with it. Yeah, because I had a, um, a guest, uh, Ashanti. Um, mm-hmm. She played rugby. And that was something different. Oh, word. You know, that was something like totally different, especially from that. I mean, she played a lot of sports. Like she played tennis. Mm-hmm. She played um, uh, flat football, basketball, t- um, tennis, but... Like rugby, when when I hear people say they play rugby or lacrosse, I'm like, that's kind of different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't even know nobody plays rugby, but that's dope. Like, yeah. And then you say you, then you said you played track. How was track? Track and field. I hated track. I really only did track because my dad wanted me to. Mm-hmm. But like, I quit the second I could. Like, I probably ran track for two years, and then I was like, yeah, I, I hate this. Why you didn't like it? Like, you was just bored of it. I just. I think I was bored of it I think that just like my track team from my high school was like super good and like they just like those people like ate slept and and breathed track like and I just was not the one like I was good because like I said I ran fast that's the only reason why I made varsity from lacrosse not Mm -hmm. even knowing what lacrosse was before then so I just was focused on like I'm fast like whatever but like it was like so intense my track team like it was crazy so after a while, I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and then you, and then cheerleading. How was that? How was that? I love, I loved cheerleading. It's my favorite. <laughs> so cheerleading, all of, all of those was like your top notch favorite. Yeah, like I liked, I liked everything for different reasons. But cheerleading, I like truly enjoyed. Like I really liked it. That's what's up. Like, what was your like? Was you like the, like was you like the one of the leaders of the cheerleading squad? <laughs> Nah, I wasn't a leader. I was the base. Like, I was the person that, like, lifted people up in the air. I was one of them. But I wasn't, like, a cheerleader or anything. I was always too young. Like, there's always somebody older than me who oh, okay. seemed to, like, in a higher grade or something. Yeah, because I remember um, my nephew, he played, because uh, I used to DJ his games when he was in high school. 
But I remember one time One of the cheerleaders They did try to do some freaky junk And it was raining And one of the girls He She was fine and everything She fell She fell and like Bust her back But she was cool though Like It was just like Crazy Like I'm like I don't know. <laughs> See, they were trying to do too much in the rain. That's, yeah, that's I'm, yeah, I'm like, y'all, y'all crazy. So, um, at the high school, uh, you went to college. Yeah, I went to King University. Mm, that's in uh, North New Jersey or Union, New Jersey. So, how was um, how you call it? Like, what what did you do in college? Um, I mean, I went to school for journalism. I wanted to be a journalist. Um, so I went to school for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that. I tried to do that for a little while, which I mean, I still kind of do, but I think my focus is just on music right now. Okay, so that's when music started, you know, being more. You was taking it more seriously. More prevalent. Yeah, it was more prevalent. It wasn't super serious. I probably started taking music serious, like. Two, three years ago, probably mm-hmm. like two years ago, is when I really was like, "Alright, this is what I'm trying to pursue." Um, but like, probably maybe like all throughout college, a little after college, I was focused on journalism. Okay, so you, so you, did you, did you finish college or did you just take a break? Nah, I finished. I graduated in 2014. That's what's up. Cause now nah, yeah. I ask, cause a lot of you know, everybody, everyone has a different you know stories. Like some finish, some. Took a break and then going back, right? You know, so some didn't even want to finish at all and just pursue their dreams. Like, so everyone's different. So yeah, everybody's different. Everybody, you know, got their own like path or whatever. I honestly, like, I honestly like, I feel like college played like a purpose, a good purpose. But I feel like if like if I would have knew what I knew now, I probably mm-hmm. never went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like you know college it sounds like the right thing to do so you mm-hmm. go or whatever but I feel like now like in 25 like I, I probably wouldn't have went to college if I would have learned what I learned later mm-hmm. on I mean I always tell people like college is is, is, is like something that's you know you don't have to do it but if you're going to do it do it for something that that you actually you, you want to do and you actually right. want to learn like it's about learning new things like for me you know, I was DJing since I was 15 years old. Like, what I look like majoring in music, what I can just learn music on my own. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah, that's my point too. I feel like if it's something like, like super directed, like a lawyer or a doctor, then yeah, you gotta go to school. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of career paths, you could kind of learn on your own. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like college, not all the time. I mean, it could push you to do a really good job. It could push you to keep you at the same level, or it could sometimes be a distraction. I feel like. And I feel like for me, it was more of a distraction than anything. Mm-hmm. So, so, what was what was the first song you recorded in college? Um, I wasn't pursuing music in college, but the first song I recorded. Well, was, after college, yeah. Yeah, I think the first song I recorded was um, "Bite," which is a song that I have out now. It's actually the intro. To my project, Girl Number Three. So it's um, so it's it's two years old or is recent? No, you. What's crazy is I recorded it like a year and some change ago in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I like linked up with this girl. She had a studio. 
I recorded it with her, and I actually didn't like it. No, I liked it at first. Like, I, I loved it at first. But you know when you sit on music for a while, yeah. and then you listen to it too, listening to it too much, and then you start, like, just critic- over-criticizing or just not liking it? Mm-hmm. So I actually, like, kind of dubbed the song. I forgot about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then one day I remembered it, and I was like, let me go listen to that shit again. And I listened to it, and I was like, yo, this is actually kind of hard. But <laughs> it is. Maybe I just needed a little break from it, you know what I mean? Nah, it is. It's a dope song. Like, um, thank you. But a lot of I know a lot of artists. You know, they 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 tend to sit on songs like for right. a while, and then they'll be like, you know, what, let me get it. Cause like I always tell, you know, like artists like Valona, um, mm-hmm. it's never it's never such thing as an old or new song, right? Or old or new project. Cause like even with Rolling Stone, like I told her, like still push that because mm-hmm. you know not a lot of people haven't heard it. So when they hear it. Like they could be like, you know what? I'm cause, it's new to them. Yeah, like mm-hmm. think about like, think of Kendrick and J Cole and all of them. Like when they first came out, I heard one mixtape or one project, but then I had it made me want to go back to their previous exactly. projects. You know, like right. so, and that's how you get like that cult following, which is an, um another thing I want to ask you about. Like, cause I'm pretty sure you got a, a great following. Like I know a lot of people. Really follow your yeah. music, even though you you may not have um, how you call it like uh, like a long resume, like a long music. resume of music. Like people, you still have you know people that's following you, like as a cult following. How important yeah. is that to you? I feel like it's dope only because like you know I do have people who are. I do have people who are like interested in my music and like you said I think it's dope because I don't have like a long resume with mad songs mad music Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean I really appreciate I feel like more so like people really are just kind of waiting to see what I'm gonna do which you know I'll take it Mm-hmm. Whatever way I could get it, but I do have a lot of people who do like support me and like really fuck with my music. Mm-hmm. So it, it 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 like it keeps the battery in my back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So speaking um, of speaking of bite, like what was the whole story and process of that song? <laughs> like the whole thing so, detailed. I feel like when mad people hear this song, they think it's like is meant to be like vulgar. Like in the hook, I'm saying this pussy got me into it. Mm-hmm. Like off the bat, you're gonna think that's like, this is like a sexual song, but it's really not mm-hmm. meant to be a sexual song. Like the song, me saying this pussy got a name to it is really just me like claiming my independence almost. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like not feeling like attached to anybody, any man, any friend or any one thing, just like me being comfortable in who I am like by myself. Mm-hmm. So that's the premise of it. Like, I feel like that's one of the songs that, like, you listen to the first time, you fuck with it, but you gotta, like, run it back. You know what I'm saying? Really listen to it to, like, mm-hmm. really, really get it. But, yeah, like, a lot of people like it. I like the song. So. So how, how was that process with um, Valona um, when y'all did Drunken Down? Drunk Down, I think she hit me up one day. Me and Valona was like, like I said, I fuck with Valona. Yeah. So I think it was a, like, you know, she told me she had this song that she recorded, I mean, or that she had written, and she wanted me to sing the hook. So I just remember going to meet her um, at this studio out South Trenton that we always we linked up to a lot, mm-hmm. or linked up a lot. And um, yeah, we, we just recorded it. You know, we had a few drinks. We recorded it. 
Um, and it came out real good, and she probably shot it over to me like a week or so later, and I liked it. So, you know, she said she was putting it on her project, and again, I was happy about that because I, I really like the song and I like Blonde's project, so I was happy to be a part of it. How did you, how did y'all meet? Like, how did that like all that started? I think me and Valana even tried to have this conversation before, but I don't mm. even really remember how we even met. Like, it's crazy because we got mad mutual friends. We mm. know like a lot of the same people, but I don't think we really like touched past until like like maybe a year and a half ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even before then, like I like maybe like like a few years before that, I, I knew her name. I knew who she was. I probably followed her on Instagram or whatever. And it was all love, but we wasn't tight. Like, we wasn't friends or nothing. So, so, it, so, so the music got y'all closer. Yeah, because I think I, I, at that time when I met Milana, it really started, like, when she reached out to me or I reached out to her, however it went. I think that's when I started, like, recording videos on Instagram and posting them, like, videos of me singing so I think obviously because we followed each other, then a lot of people would hit me up like, "Damn, I didn't even know you could sing," and she was one of the people. So I think we kind of linked from there. Like we started chilling, like started you know like mentoring me a little bit, helping me out with certain things. And I, um, she asked me to perform at some show with her, and mm-hmm. kind of just you know we've been quarters since then. Would you so so you 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 independent like you not signed to nobody? Nah, yeah, I'm not signing nobody. I'm, I'm, I, my main focus is just like getting this project out, being mm. able to like do it by myself, and like you know, just I just want to execute this process by myself before I think of you know anything like that. Okay, so what's what's the name of the project? The project is called Girl Number Three. And why why you call why you call it a Girl Number Three? Um, well, Girl Number Three to me like. So the best way I could put it is this way. When you look at a big painting, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see like a million different paint strokes on there. Like one, that one small paint stroke was needed. Like it's one of a million paint strokes, but you needed it. You needed it to complete it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like girl number three to me is like, you know, I'm one of many different singers, artists, people, but like what I contribute to music, to the world is like, it's still needed, it's still still here for a purpose. So, yeah, and that's another way, like I told you before, um, is that that title, just like the song White, is like me claiming my independence. Like, yeah. it don't matter where I fall in line to anybody else, like, I'm still prevalent and I'm still contributing in some way. So, because I remember I told you I, see, I hear Rihanna, Susan, and her in your right. sound. But who in your who in your opinion, who you think you, you sound like? Like, who do you think you have that affluence? You know, I already, you said I already um, Rihanna, but who else? Um, I feel like Rihanna is definitely up there. There's nobody I would like really, really like compare myself to, mm-hmm. but a lot of people that I do get compared to or say that I favor or that, you know, she must look up to this person because she kind of sounds like her or whatever is like SZA and I fuck with SZA. Mm-hmm. So, but when I'm writing music, you know, I'm not really thinking to sound like anybody else, but I could see why it sounds like a certain artist. And like I said, I fuck with SZA, so I take it as a compliment. Yeah. When people say Rihanna, like I fuck with Rihanna in a long way. So I can see why people would hear that because I like those artists. 
Also, Lauren Hill, like, I love her voice. Yeah, Lauren I Hill. love, like, the simplicity and the strength in her music, and that's something I try to do as well, so. Now, let's talk. I would say those three, like, Rihanna, SZA, and, and Lauren Hill. Let's talk about my auntie right quick, because, um, I had a lot of conversations with um, people about this, um, with mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. Um, mm-hmm. She has, she, I don't know if you, uh, you could count the Fugees album, but okay. she has one album that's golden. Like, everybody mm-hmm. know about the album. Right. And I feel like to this day, people may, to me, she's one of the greatest MCs, like, Male or female, like she, she got to be on on Rush Mount, um, what you call it, Rush Mount, Mount Rushmore, yeah, whatever, <laughs> not Rushmore, right? Yeah, um, she the greatest, right? Do you do you think that if she was to come out at least with another album, especially in this time, do you think that if depending on how the album is, let's say the album is. Is is it's not it don't have to be great, but it could be like an eight out of ten or nine out of ten album. You uh-huh. think that she'll she solidify? Even though I feel like she solidified her her um her legacy, you think that the like as a generation as a whole, like you think people will solidify her, like. I, I think people will fuck with it. I think that, like, even though Lauren Hill's first album is Education of Lauren Hill, like, mm-hmm. like to me, like, she's stamped. Like, she's good, like, just with that one album. Um, but I feel like people still, like, wonder what it would sound like if she had a second um, album by herself. And I, I really don't think Lauren Hill could put nothing trash out. Like, I don't care how many years it's been. Yeah. I don't think she's capable of putting trash music out. Um, so I think, yeah, I think people will fuck with it. I think, shit, I think it's a good idea. She might have to drop it now, like. Because <laughs> I can say the same thing for Andre 3000. Like, he had the love below. Definitely. That's, Andre 3000 on features and still is killing it. Yeah, I, I, like, I feel like if he was to come out with another solo album, like, it'll be like, to me it'll be dope, but it'll solidify him as like, all right, yeah, he's, he he's definitely one of the greats, cause you know yeah. Big Boy been coming out with a few albums, you know after they you know they took their little hiatus and stuff like that mm-hmm. from Outkast, and we still waiting for an Andre 3000 um, album, you right. know. So, but to me, he's still he one of the best lyricists. But I agree. I think he's solidified. But um, like I said. He, he definitely can't put that in charge, y'all. He's still killing features, still mm-hmm. killing verses. So if you put out a project, I have, like, no doubt it would be, like, mm-hmm. super good. So who, who, all right, so you got an EP that's out, right? Do you have, you, how many tracks is on the EP? That's it's the, six you, tracks on the P, EP. It's Bite, yeah. the intro that's out now mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. It's also on iTunes and Spotify. Um, but, yeah, it's that song and five other songs. So, do you have any features on the, on the songs, or no? I don't have no features. I, I did that on purpose. I really didn't want any features because this is my first project, and I just wanted people to get like a full dose of just me before I start, you know, adding other people into the mix. Not that I haven't done features mm-hmm. with other people, you know, um, but just for my first project, I just wanted people to just get to know me as an artist first. Uh, yeah. Um, no, nah, my bad. What you was about to say? No. Uh, it's one song on there It's called Superficial It's kind of like It's not a feature There's another voice on the hook That's sampled into the song mm-hmm. um, But um, other than that There's no feature It's just me When it, when it come out um, You said the 31st of March 
Now, um, like I tell every artist or producer or whatever, I gotta at least have that early, you know, like. Of course. So I can hear it, cause um. Of course. You'll get it this weekend for sure. Yeah, cause one of my boys, um, Hayes, um, he from down here from Miami, um, he really dope, um, he got a, a album release party, and what? I always felt that when you get when you not big, but like when you get to that point where. You about to make it is when you get invited or people send you exclusive things, you know. So, right, right. I always I appreciate that, yeah. But I definitely appreciate it. But all right, so you don't have no no features on this project. But who are your mm-hmm. dream? Like, what other artists would you love to work with in the future? Like famous artists. It could be famous underground. It don't matter, like. Um, definitely Rihanna. <laughs> um, definitely Rihanna. Um, I, I like Kendrick, and I'm like a new Kendrick fan. Like, I always knew Kendrick was dope, but I wasn't like the person who was downloading his album the first thing it came out. But like, I have a new appreciation for Kendrick. I would love to do something with Kendrick. Um, uh, it's a lot of different artists. Like, I would say those two definitely SZA. Mm-hmm. Those three for sure, but it's I could go on and on. It's a lot of artists I would like to feature with, famous and not famous. Now you know, you and Valona need to come out, cause I believe how many times you was on her album? I think like two or three times, right? Nah, I was on there one. one? Yeah, I was on there once. Yeah, one there time, one. but I did a couple tracks together. We did do a couple tracks together. We the thing is we do a lot of performances together. Like yeah. I'm on a lot of her sets doing background vocals. Um, so yeah, I, I could be her. A lot of stuff background vocals. But you call the show or having videos out on Instagram and stuff. You'll see me with her. Yeah, because I need to come out with the project. Yeah, word. Lana's well, dope. She's a good artist. Um, she's a good like writer, rapper. Mm-hmm. She even got the harmonies working with her. Like. I, I definitely would be opposed to that. I think we make good music together. She makes good music by herself, so yeah. I would love that. Yeah, cause y'all have y'all have great chemistry. Like I'm saying, like word. together, like y'all, that'd be dope. Like yeah, word. That'd be something dope. Um, so we talked about your like your influences, um, but who's like your top five artists of all time? Of all time. All time. Alright, in no specific order. <laughs> nah, it gotta be in the order. Alright, Mariah Carey. Okay. Why? Um, Mariah Carey just always had the hits for me. Like, so all her songs is just bops. Like, it's not like, I feel like she don't, every song that she puts out, people are gonna be singing to, people are gonna remember, like, especially back in the day, like, her music just popping. Um, so definitely Mariah Okay Mary J. Blige For the same reason mm-hmm. That's auntie You can't deny Yeah, yeah You can't auntie. deny Auntie got all the hits nope. <laughs> um, I would say Maxwell definitely Maxwell yeah. I feel like he's kind of underrated it's Super underrated But he, he really the GOAT though mm-hmm. uh, Where I'm at I'm at three Of all time 
I would put Jennifer Lopez in my top five. Oh, J- oh, J Lo. I honestly would. You, <laughs> and people always blame me for that, but I fuck with Jennifer Lopez. But nah, honestly, like, cause she used to be my my ex wife back in the day. But <laughs> nah, but J Lo actually, she she's she she's like the Beyonce for for, she got for Latinas. Like, like she do like exactly like she she really got hit. Like nobody can deny that. I'm not saying she's the greatest singer and all that extra stuff, but yeah, I fuck with her. But she's like undefeated, like you get what I'm saying. Like she's like yeah, Alicia Keys. She's like a like a Jay Z, like Kanye, like type artist that's just you know you don't have to put out too much. You 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 (laughs) you undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So we got four, and I think my fifth of all time. Of all all time, probably Bob Marley. Bob Marley, Marley. of course. One of the goats, one of the pioneers. One of the goats, for sure. I feel like a lot. Those people you gotta respect. Yeah, I feel like the artist that you, the artist that you named, was very, you know, they very influenced now, especially you know in our generation. Word, yeah, definitely. And a lot of people, you know, especially like Maxwell. Maxwell is very, to me, he's very underrated, like with his sound, like. I feel like, you know, when I hear people like The Weeknd or like, mm-hmm. you know, when Tory Lanez, when he want to get, you know, a little bit, you know, Melanie and st- anybody got, got some melody, I feel like they kind of got that from Maxwell. They probably don't want to say it, though. I agree. And they, they probably they probably don't even notice, like, yeah. that they're deriving that sound from Maxwell, you know what I'm saying? They probably heard somebody else who did like Maxwell. They going off there, but I think Maxwell has a super like huge influence on music even today. Like some people are just not hip to it. They just not, you know, yeah. they don't peep it. Yeah. Now coming coming from Trenton, New Jersey, where you know, I always felt that I always felt that as a whole, like as a state, like Jersey is known, but it's still like underappreciated. Because when people think about the East Coast. They think about New York. They think about you know, Philly, even DC. Like they think about Word. you know them areas. Like and Jersey, you know, I always notice you know Jersey is 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 different. You know, like Jer- like the artists, like you know, always get the like me and Valona and and a couple of the artists I know from up there. Um, Especially like Florida and Jersey, like we kind of we kind of like the same. And I always tell people like the Jersey sound kind of it's, it's kind of similar to the Southern sound. Like you know y'all right. like the dance and stuff like that. Y'all y'all laid back. You know mm-hmm. like it's, it's 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 a different vibe. Um, do you think like it's a certain pride you know coming out from Jersey because of that? Like just because you know you feel like even though. In hip hop history, Jersey got a lot of history, but coming out of that state, you think that's one of the um, one of your motivations, like to come out of the state because of that? Yeah, definitely. I feel like Jersey's like super slept on too, because um, like you said, like when people here up north on the East Coast, they immediately New York, Philly is like the first thing they're kind of coming to their mind. Mm-hmm. But um. I think I think people like know about Jersey, but like it, it's just like a slept on state. But I think like Jersey's super popping. Like I'm super proud to be from Jersey. I rep Jersey all the time, especially Trenton. Like just coming from the capital, I feel like you know Jersey definitely has been underrepresented. Uh, underrepresented 
Um, but I think, you know, everything just comes at its own times. Like, I don't feel like it'll always be that way. I feel like one day Jersey will be like the place that everybody's looking at um, as far as music goes. So it's just all a matter of timing. Yeah, because in my last episode, I finally acknowledged and maybe a couple episodes ago, but I always said that Redman, to me, is that artist that's like, he's like a Maxwell, but Maxwell like R&B and soul. Redman is like, he's he's very influenced, like, you know, by the Eminem's, by the Ludacris's, by the Big Sean's, like, and those are Where type are artists. You know, and and I and I always had that influence. Like Redman was like, he he just he I don't know like he just one of them artists that's like, bro, like in the last Wu Tang album, like the the dude killed it in the songs that she was on. Right. You know, I ain't gonna lie. When I was growing up, I always thought he was part of Wu Tang, but I mean, he's definitely a slept on artist as well. But I think everybody like know Redman is like. Like, I think Redman gives respect to, like, he slept on, people might not always listen to him, or he not he might not be, like, a super popular artist, but I think everybody respect Redman, they know he's a good artist, like, I, I don't think too many people sleep on him too much, but I, I get what you mean, just, he's just underappreciated, you know what yeah. I mean? So, for, for your EP, your EP coming out March 31st, um, what, what is your, what is your main goal? Like that, you want to like when the when the EP come up. What do you want? What what's that main goal? Like, do you want everybody um, to get to know you more? Do you want you know deals to come? Do you want more like how you call it? Like uh, what I'm trying to say, like overall, like you more just, just notoriety. Yeah, respect as an artist. I feel like I mean this project really is something first and foremost like I really just want to prove to myself that I could do like like I just feel like I've waited like my whole kind of like life almost to to really start pursuing music and I'm ready and I I think it'll just be a bigger accomplishment for me overall of course I want people to fuck with fuck with it I feel like people gonna fuck with it but my main goal or my, my main thing on my mind is just like pushing this out and achieving something and really having something on like you know, the list of things I'm super proud of that I know, like, I put 100% into, and I was satisfied with how it came out. You know, people fucked with it, didn't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. That's cool, but it, it's definitely just a goal of mine that I, I'm looking to achieve. And I, and I feel like people will fuck with it. And either way, whether people don't or do, I'm, I'm open to just all feedback, because this is something I wanted to do for so long, so... You know, I think the whole journey, the whole process is is something I'm looking forward to. Now, after after the project come out and there's some deals coming, um, do you want to be signed to a major label or do you want to stay independent for a while? Um, I'm not super. I'm not like opposed to signing a deal. with like a major label. I mean, I think but I definitely think just because I don't know the business, I haven't been in the business, I don't know the business back and forth or even as much as I would like to know the business. So I would definitely stay independent for some time, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, just just so I have knowledge of, of the business in itself, I'm not just going off of what somebody else is telling me to do or a contract is telling me to do. Like, like I said, I'm not opposed to it, but I definitely want to learn things more myself before I... I, I give myself to something else or a bigger idea or a bigger, you know, machine. That's what's up. That's what's up. 
Right. So, two years in the game, um, this is one of the, like, questions I love to ask before I always end my podcast. Um, right. Where do you see yourself five to ten years from now? Five to ten years from now? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in five to years, I definitely see myself a household name. Like, I definitely feel like in five years, I will have a, a, a good following. Like, I, I definitely might still be, i say, underground. You know, mm-hmm. maybe not signed to a super major label. Um, but I definitely think I will have, like, people checking for me in different states uh, on the West, North, South, East, mm-hmm. Midwest, all that. Like, I feel like I, I'll be good in the hood at that point. And that's all I really want, really. Like, in 10 years, maybe I might be a huge celebrity, like, you know, Beyonce or Rihanna. That would be great. But um, you know, I'm 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 happy with just people fucking with me, me fucking with what I'm producing, and just keeping it moving from there, and just finding a comfortable life and doing something that I I really want to do. Yeah, that's what that's what's up, man. Like, thank you. You know, you, you, on the, you on the right path. You know, you got the right people around you. You know, word. You 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 gonna you gonna you gonna get it. Just just stay consistent. You know. Um, like I always tell you know artists all the time like you gotta be consistent especially like you know you say you wanna be doing this for two years like right. just stick with it you know see see where it take you five to ten years from now you know especially five years from now like just see where you at you know if you don't if you don't if you're not satisfied um, where you at five years from now mm-hmm. don't give up but don't be, don't be, don't don't close other opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, exactly. Cause with me, yeah, cause with me, I've been DJing since I was 15 years old, and you know a lot of people, you know a lot of people DJ, and there's a lot of great DJs out here, and right. I was just like, you know, I don't really don't want to put my DJ career, you know, retired, but. You know, with the podcast, I'm like, I want to, you know, still that be that's like a great opportunity for me to meet new artists, meet new people. Right. Um, Word. So, like you said, it's all about being consistent, like making sure that you you, you stick things through and not getting discouraged. Just keep it moving. It's highs and lows and everything. So right. that's just life. With no matter what you choose to do, career wise, like you gonna go through ups and downs. You just gotta keep it pushing. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, before we close out the podcast, um, you got any shout outs? Do I have any shout outs? I mean, I definitely want to shout out everybody who fuck with me, everybody who's listening to this in the first place, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out this podcast, shout out you for even doing this with me. Appreciate it, um, appreciate it. You know, I gotta shout out my mama and my daddy. That's just I have to. <laughs> of course. Yeah, um, yeah, everybody fuck with my family, my brothers, my sisters. Everybody, girl number three, March thirty first. Shout out to that, March thirty first, girl number three. And this and this gonna be on all platforms, right? It'll be, definitely be on iTunes, definitely be on Spotify, definitely be on SoundCloud. Yeah, man. I'm 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 waiting for my early copy, but I'm gonna support though when it gets on. Thank um, you. When it gets on, yeah, you gonna you gonna get that early copy. Yeah, man. Like I said, you and Valona, y'all need to come out with a project. I know. I'm gonna get it together. Once I drop this project, the ideas will be flourishing. I will be all over the place. Oh yeah, <laughs> what, what, yeah. Would you? That's another thing. I meant to ask you. Will you um mm-hmm. do a tour? Yeah, I'
for your EP. What was that? Would you do it? Are you gonna Are you gonna go like Are you gonna go on the tour with your EP? I mean, I'm definitely open to like all types of shows. You know, saying once I drop that project, I'm saying yes to every show. Like I'm popping out. I'm trying to do um, something we have in Trenton called Art All Night every summer. It's like this huge like art festival. Paintings, performances, a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm definitely looking to do that. I'm on everything moving after this project drops. So I'm with it. Not an official tour, but definitely, definitely getting my music and my name out there. That's what's up, man. Shoot, that's Word. what's up. We gonna close out the <laughs> podcast. Um, this be your boy DJ Anonymous uh, with Sports Biz Music Episode Twenty Two. Uh, Sports Biz Music, the podcast is on iTunes, Audio Boom, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Tune, and everywhere. So Word. just everybody support the the podcast because it's, it's it's growing like. It's <laughs> it's lit now. When I say it's growing, it's growing. But um, I appreciate you, sis. Again, you know, you you sis for real now. You family. Word. Um, Thank so, you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, this be your boy DJ Anonymous with the homie sis, and uh, we out. We out.